The gospel reading for this morning is taken from Matthew's gospel, beginning in the 25th chapter at the first verse. Matthew wrote these things, Jesus speaking. God's kingdom is like ten young virgins who took oil lamps and went out to greet the bridegroom. Five were silly and five were smart. The silly virgins took lamps but no extra oil. The smart virgins took jars of oil to feed their lamps. And the bridegroom didn't show up when they expected him and they all fell asleep. In the middle of the night someone yelled out, he's here, the bridegroom's here, go out and greet him. The ten virgins got up and got their lamps ready, and the silly virgins said to the smart ones, Our lamps are going out. Lend us some of your oil. They answered, There might not be enough to go around. Go buy your own. And they did. But while they were out buying oil, the bridegroom arrived. And when everyone who was there to greet him had gone into the wedding feast, the door was locked. Much later, the other virgins, the silly ones, showed up and knocked on the door saying, Master, we're here. Let us in. He answered, do I know you? I don't think I know you. So stay alert. You have no idea when he might arrive. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? Oh, Lord, the present is so comforting. We do not know what tomorrow may hold, but we know today, and we dearly cling to what we know. We read of heroes in other times and places, and we've heard about moments of exciting, demanding, spiritual elation, but those moments always seem to come to others rather than to us. So we settle into the present. Why stand on tiptoes, wishing and hoping for some great fulfillment that just may never come? Shatter our present time with your presence, O Lord. Come among us with power. Give us a future we could never have imagined. Shake us. Break open our consciousness. Give us your love in all of its completeness. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. You know, I think there is something about us that wants to conceive of our lives as a river. A river that just goes on and on and on. But really deep down, I believe that we know that our lives do have a beginning and an end. And that means that opportunities that come our way don't often Come again. There are moments that occur that do not reoccur. God intrudes, but often only in a momentary, fleeting way. We must be ready. Is that not the message we take from Jesus' parable today? Well, he talked about ten women who were invited to a wedding party, and it was a festive occasion, and They were probably really excited about being a part of it. And they knew that one of their responsibilities was to greet the groom and to light his path to the banquet hall with lamps held high. So it was important for them to take lamps with them to fulfill their responsibility. 
However, five of them, said Jesus, were foolish and five were wise. Now the wise ones, they carried along some extra oil in jars along with their lamps just in case the bridegroom was delayed. And the foolish ones, well, they took their lamps but didn't take any extra oil with them. Well, wouldn't you just know it? The bridegroom was delayed. He was a long time in coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. And suddenly, somewhere around midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the groom, come out to meet him. And at that, all the young women woke up and trimmed their lamps. However, those who did not bring extra oil discovered that they didn't have enough oil to do what they were supposed to do. So the foolish ones demanded of the wise ones, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. And perhaps a little selfishly, the Women who sell oil and, or the women who brought oil replied, no, well, there may not be enough for both of us. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. And so these foolish ones went out into the night to buy oil. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom actually arrived. And the young women who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet. And then Jesus used these ominous words. And then the door was shut. Well, later the five foolish women also came to the door. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I don't know you. And then Jesus warns, therefore, keep watch, because you don't know the day or the hour. Now, you know, we're toward the end of Matthew's gospel, toward the end of the church's year, and here is a story about endings. Time is up. The ones who were locked out, perhaps intended to prepare themselves, had good intentions to get oil for their lamps, but you all know where the proverbial road of good intentions leads. Somehow, we reassure ourselves with There will always be a tomorrow. The sun comes up every morning. Don't rush to judgment. But folks, we know that life cannot endlessly be put off. There are opportunities that come to us that do not come again. Jesus urges us to be alert, to watch, to be prepared. For the time in which we live at this moment may well be the time for decision, for commitment, And then a verdict. So I guess my question for you this morning is, do you have oil in your lamp? Do you have oil for your lamp? Are you prepared? Who knows what tomorrow may bring for any of us? Who knows what kind of test we might face? On the other hand, who knows what door of opportunity might just open. None of us knows what tomorrow may bring. Many tragedies have happened down through the ages because people were not prepared. So I think Jesus is giving us great advice when he says, therefore keep watch, because you don't know the day or the hour. Even when we think we have everything under control, 
life can throw us some pretty nasty curveballs. Be prepared. Reverend Robert Schuler of Crystal Cathedral fame once told of traveling with an associate, Mike Nason, who had been on their staff for nearly 40 years. And on the plane, they were studying their itinerary with about three pages detailing several events in upcoming cities. And when Schuler finished reviewing a page of this itinerary that he thought had summarized that day's events, he took the sheet of paper, crumpled it up to throw it away, and Mike said, hey, that's tomorrow's page. Don't throw away tomorrow. Wow, said Schuler. a light went on. I discovered a universal principle. Don't throw away tomorrow. That is so easy to do. Crumple the paper, throw it away, move to the next subject. You know, folks, we throw away tomorrow when ideas come and we're not ready for them. So we move on. I'll pass on this one, we say not really knowing what doors to opportunity we're closing. We often don't even give the idea any serious attention. We throw away tomorrow when challenges come or when problems hit us. We throw away tomorrow when we get our priorities all mixed up and lose our vision. When you get overwhelmed, folks, don't throw away tomorrow. Don't throw away tomorrow by not preparing yourself as much as possible. And the most important preparation we can make concerns our relationship to God. Our scripture reading this morning is about being prepared for Christ's return. And the only preparation we can really make for that day is our own spiritual readiness. And when you think about it, that is really true for all of life. We need to be spiritually prepared to go off to college or to take on a new job or to marry a spouse or to parent children, to have surgery. We need to be spiritually prepared. And our spiritual preparation will determine how we handle all the ups and downs in our lives, the successes and the failures, the heartaches and the celebrations. That's why worship is so necessary in our lives. That's why getting our noses into scripture and spent time spent in prayer is just so important to us. You see, we're preparing ourselves for whatever may come our way. And we need God to help us carry the burdens of our everyday. Max Lucado once wrote, and I quote, When you're confused about the future, go to your Jehovah Ra, your caring shepherd. When you're anxious about provision, talk to Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. Are your challenges too great? Seek the help of Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace. Is your body sick, your emotions weak? Jehovah Roph, the Lord heals you. We'll see you right now. Do you feel like a soldier stranded behind enemy, enemy lines? Take refuge in Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is my banner. You see, the best preparation for all of life is to be spiritually prepared. And the faithful, we borrow many things from each other. But they cannot borrow their own preparation for the coming of the kingdom. Commitment and the discipleship that follows can neither be loaned nor borrowed. Each believer must participate in the kingdom with his or her own resources. 
And remember, please, that this is a long haul. Life in the kingdom of God requires a commitment to the long haul. Advanced planning is necessary and reserves must be kept on hand. There is neither instant discipleship nor instant maturity in the fullness of the kingdom. The five wise women knew that it would be a long night, and they prepared accordingly. So be mature in the faith. Be prepared. Be ready. Be ready for the cry at midnight. Now we celebrate with our veterans this morning. These are our friends who have willingly given up a part of their lives to stand watch on the watchtower that we all might be a bit safer in our own daily lives. They served an ideal higher than their own and sacrificed both time and normal everyday life that we might all continue to live in freedom. There is still no higher calling than laying aside one's own lives for the sake of others. And we have folks in our midst this morning who know what it is to be alert to stand watch and harbor a willingness to fight if need be that we might preserve peace and freedom. So we all thank you for your service and for your fine example of principle and resolve. We all rest easier knowing that folks like you are all along the watchtower. Thanks be to God. Amen.